Hey there, I'm Victoria, a certified Christian life coach, author, motivational speaker, and university educator, and I am obsessed with helping you navigate through life's ups and downs so that you can live day by day in God's peace despite the many external demands on your time and energy. The Choose to Think Inspirational podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement as a Christ follower. On the show, I'll help you connect the between your faith and your life in practical, meaningful ways while giving God room to do what only He can do and so that you can shine your light for Christ and be better equipped to serve your family and help others around you. You can change every area of your life one thought at a time. Welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast Brain Changer. Let's dive in. everybody and welcome back to the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast. This is Victoria. Thank you so much for pressing play on that button. I'm so glad to have you here today. In episode 197 of the podcast, I laid out a system to help you set and achieve your goals to start feeling better, gain momentum, and stay in step with who God created you to be. That was the last of our eight episode series called the Brain Power Series. Today, we're going to go into a more reflective direction on moving forward in 2023. Now, when you have time, I want to encourage you to open up a Word document or grab a blank sheet of paper and take about 30 minutes or so to reflect on 2022 in four areas. One, health, both emotional and physical. Two, your wealth, your purpose and earthly mission. Three, your love life and relationships. That would include intimacy and community. And section four, your faith or spirituality. Go ahead, put those category names at the top of your page, health, wealth, love, faith. Then take a moment to pray, asking God to help you create an outline or summary of this past year as the basis of your reflection. Ask yourself, what were the major milestones in this area of my life? Think who, what, when, where, and how to help you think deeper. Keep in mind that some areas will overlap and that's okay. For instance, in the area of love, I got married this year, but this event also had a whopping impact on my emotional health, as you might imagine. Perhaps you lost someone dear to you in 2022. This changes both dynamics of health and love. If you're in any type of ministry, this by nature deals with your faith, but it overlaps wealth building as you may have experienced growth or decline. Don't worry so much about where you put certain items, only that you're trying to recap the year and get a good scaffold or outline of what's worked, what's not worked so well for you, and then allow this information to shape 2023 for you. This type of self-reflection helps you to have a sense of where you've been, where you are, and where you're heading. I'd like to share this exercise. I'm going to do it with you as I complete the tasks, the very ones that I'm asking you to complete. So you can think of this as a little bit of a model of sorts. So let's start with major milestones in these four areas. Number one, the area of health, emotional and physical health. And I want you to think about personal changes or advances that have taken place in your life. What has otherwise significantly impacted your life this past year in emotional ways? 
for me, I sold my house and moved. This was a tremendous emotional experience for me as I lived at that house in Midway for 20 years. I raised four kiddos there in this wonderful, idyllic, small town America. It was such a bittersweet experience for me early on the morning of the closing, you know, when I was going to release the keys. I walked around an empty house with tears rolling down my cheeks. I visited every room and I could hear voices, laughter, conversations, arguments, crying. And I just wept. It was such an amazing experience for me. I knelt down on my knees in the living room area and I just prayed to God that he would bless the new owner and that he would also guide me on all these new beginnings that I had. So anyway, selling the house, you can tell even now I get a little bit choked up when I think about that. Well, number two, not only did I sell my house, but I moved into a house that needed renovating. My emotions also needed fortification because this was the house that Jim had lived in. We, that's my husband. We were combining two homes, literally, and a lot of stuff had to go. I was releasing so much, literally, like physically, and this also took an emotional toll on me. I also got married, as you know, and this started a brand new emotional journey for me. We, Jim and I had known each other for a while, yet we hadn't lived together. We needed to prepare for a slew of new emotional challenges as we acclimated to married life. And also, my husband Jim and I took a dream trip to Peru in 2022. That was kind of like our honeymoon. Again, this was another emotional high, as this event was a longtime bucket list item for both him and me. So, Okay. Emotionally, you can see just as I look back at the milestones, I can see where I've been, where I was. And in terms of physical health, I was able to keep my overarching goals to play pickleball at least twice weekly, to walk 10K steps daily, and to drink about 80 ounces of water every day. What I didn't expect was to gain several pounds after getting married. You know, you've heard of the freshman five when you go to college. Well, what is this about getting married and gaining weight? I had no idea. This kind of caught me by surprise. Now, if you've listened to the show long enough, you may remember how I shared my journey of anorexia and bulimia from my college days decades ago. You might even know that I have a digital course called Fired Up Mind. It's all about, it's a 12-week faith-based online course that deals with, that has weekly coaching and deals with emotional and physical health issues centered around food fixation, overeating, and emotional eating. So I have experience in that area and boy, God has brought me a just miles in that area as well. But I can't wait to launch this course early February of 2023 because I too could use a refresher in this area and the natural ebb and flow of life. It's easy to slip back into not so healthy habits, especially when under a lot of stress or emotional strain as I kind of have been. So if you think you'd be interested in this particular class, reach out to me ASAP because we only allow a dozen or so students in the class with weekly coaching. We, we try to keep that very small and intimate. You can e email choose to think at gmail.com for more information on that. And that's choose to think with the number two. Okay. Now we've kind of talked about, you can see where I, where I have been in 2022 in the area of emotional and physical health, as well as where I am and some of the goals that I'd like to set for the coming year as well. So let's now move to that second category of wealth and purpose, your passion, your mission on earth. And you can think kind of professionally and personally in this way. So for me, I cut back on teaching Spanish online. Now that we have a combined income, that really impacted me in a very positive way and helped me emotionally as well. 
I revised the Choose to Think devotional, although I'd just written and published it late 2020, I wanted to tweak a few things and update the cover just a tad bit. I'm working now on the companion journal that contains all the daily reflection questions and will be great for small group or one-on-one studies. And thank you so much for those of you who have invested in this greatest work of my life. Seriously, I mean that. Get your copy if you haven't gotten it already. It's a great way to start each day in 2023. Another thing for me is that I partnered with a Christian media company and I interviewed some really big name guests on the Choose to Think Inspirational podcast like Max McClain. That's a C.S. Lewis guy. Carol McLeod, she has a huge ministry as well as Rick Eldridge and Erica Wiggenhorn. I'm so excited to be partnering with them. I also continue my Psalm studies on the podcast. We tackled about one third or, or 60 of the 150 Psalms so far over the last three years. And listen, speaking of the podcast, listeners have tuned in from 53 countries around the world. You might have noticed new cover art for the show and a new intro. I'm working on that now. We're entering our fourth recording season. That's four years and I'm approaching 200 episodes with over 18,000 plays. This kind of blows my mind. I remember hearing the business tycoon Tony Robbins emphasize something like, if your mission is to serve and help others, you'll find your happiness all right. And this is kind of what happened to me. My podcast continues to have a solid listenership and I could not thank you enough for tuning in each week. I picture you often leaning in to grab that nugget or take away something that encourages your heart or inspires you to change. I see you wanting to find a way to take back your thoughts and emotions instead of being driven by them. I imagine that you are so much like I am, wanting to connect the dots between your religion, your faith, and your life in practical and meaningful ways to give room for God to do what only He can do. This podcast is about the delicate dance between God transforming you from the inside out and your personal responsibility for change, maturity, and refinement. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and thank you for writing a review of the show. Thank you for those times that you've shared the link with someone else. Thank you when you give a shout out on social media. I could not continue on without you. And finally, my sweet administrative assistant and I, my team, so to speak, we doubled down on our YouTube channel. Doubled down, doubled down on it. (laughs) Is that a word? And anyway, we really worked hard there is what I'm trying to say. And we've had about 12,000 views with over 300 videos. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you've subscribed to the show on YouTube, that really helps us to get the word out and to put the podcast and our videos and our audio content in front of so many other people. So I couldn't thank you enough. All right. Third bucket, third area that I want you to look at and reflect about would be your love relationship, love or relationships, any kind of community that you have, any kind of intimacy connection, intimate connections that you have. For me, I got married, as I mentioned earlier, so many changes were required there, plus a whole lot of patience, long suffering and dependence upon God. Now that was my word for 2022 patients. As a matter of fact, not only did Jim and I marry, but two of our children married as well in 2022. We continue to do our very best loving on guiding and supporting our family. Together, Jim and I have 11 adult children and four grandchildren. We have our parents that we try to help as well. We are dependent upon God in every area. Our theme verse for our marriage is a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. That's from Ecclesiastes 4.12. It's Jim, me, 
and God. We mentally take note of the importance of setting God on the throne of our hearts in all that we do. We also welcomed a fourth grandbaby into the world. Speaking of family, watching my grands is so important to me. And I know it's an incredible privilege since we live so close to all of our adult children and many, many grandparents don't. And then there are our friends. It's critically important in this day and age to feel and stay connected to others. The U.S. Surgeon General declared that loneliness is a national epidemic. That's the Surgeon General. This is one of the reasons that long form podcasts like this one are so popular and important to you. You long and desire to connect to others. You want intimacy, not just superficial, hi, how you doing? I really hope that this is what I deliver for you, that though we've, we may have never met, you feel like you know me and that the topics I share are important to you. They're meaningful. And listen, if you do feel blessed by the show and you haven't written that one to two sentence review on Apple Podcasts or shared the link with a friend, could you do that? Well, I wonder, how are you in terms of your relationships? What changes might you want to make for 2023? And finally, we go to faith or your spirit, the spiritual aspects of your existence. As I said, my word for 2022 was patience. I felt like I grew considerably in this area as well as in so many emotional ways just because of my marriage. But let me just say that getting married has brought out the ugly in me that I hadn't seen in ages. A dear mentor encouraged me by saying, Victoria, the enemy of your soul searches for any cracks in the armor. You know, once I was so thrown off by my ugliness and child childishness that I called her and, and she reminded me that these odd and novel behaviors on my part were just new manifestations of old issues. For example, pride, man, with God's help, I nailed that to the cross, so to speak, several summers ago. Why on earth was pride sprouting up again in my life? It was pride on the pickleball court, pride playing a card game, or how about jealousy? I'd learned a long time ago that love is not jealous nor self-seeking, yet suddenly I felt jealous of everybody when it came to my husband. Yes, we were ironing out all those mutual ways that we protect our sacred union, but still, who was this ugly lady rearing up? Did I even know her? <laughs> In terms of my faith journey this year, I'm going to change a few things, all right? I miss doing a study with women. And that's why I'm so excited about the course I mentioned. I cannot wait to get involved with, with women and dig deeper and really develop those connections. Although podcasting about the Psalms keeps me in the word, so to speak, I don't often sit with the Lord, just enjoying his presence. I miss that. I'm so concerned with helping others, getting my list done or rushing off to the next thing that I'm just coasting through, not really enjoying the ride, so to speak. My husband and I have a church we call home, and it has been wonderful attending with him. Though some Sundays, we've been hit or miss and attending in person, and this gets me sometimes. I feel bad about that. We still prioritize going to church and watching the sermon, at least when we can't attend, but and we discuss it too, and we, we you know roll it over. But it's never the same as in person, where we meet with others, join in the singing and praising and prayer and the communion. There's something so special, way more special about in-person church attendance, I think, that leaves online viewing quite lacking, in my opinion. I know there's a place for it, but, and that's where I think we've been a bit lazy. So that's one thing that we're going to change. I miss those moments when God's word just leapt off the page at me. There's nothing quite like that kind of kindling in my spirit when I know God is touching my heart and mind. I miss those times. And now I seldom give myself opportunity to enjoy that or even seek those moments. 
I know how I just rush on by. You know, I bought Jim a devotional for 2023 called 365 Days with William Wilberforce, and it offers a daily collection of readings from this great British politician, philanthropist, and leader of the movement to abolish the slave trade. Jim and I watched that movie long ago, and I interviewed a gentleman named Ben Virgo. He is, uh, he works in London and he gives tours there. And so he actually is the one on the podcast who mentioned this very book. He said that we would love it. So I'm quite interested in him and the historical basis for Christianity, especially in other countries and so forth. So anyway, that's why I gave him that for Christmas, gave Jim that book. On a given day, I thought, you know, I'm just going to open that text. And it was the day I was on, which was when I started writing this was December 30th. And it was titled Communion with My God and Savior. And Wilberforce penned this in 1799. He talks about how he spends his leisure time when away from Parliament. And he's begging God to help him spend this time wisely, piously, usefully, and holily. He talks about the disciplines of fasting, begging God for guidance and blessing, confessing, offering praise and thanksgiving, submission to God and intercession. Now he concludes with this, and here's the quote. To prepare me for all the rest, let me open by earnestly praying to him to bless me in my present attempts, to chase away from me all evil spirits and all wandering thoughts and worldly interruptions, and to enlighten, warm, enlarge, and sustain my heart and my spirits also, that I may not weary in the work, but delight in it and rejoice in the privilege of spending a day in communion with my God and Savior. End quote. Oh my goodness. That just, I I brought tears to my eyes when I read that because I thought that was the cry of his heart just to spend time with the Lord. And I recognize that I'm lacking in that area and I want to do better in that area. As I've just been reflecting, that occurred to me. I recognize that I need to heal in unexpected ways even. Sometimes I complain to my friends, I'm just so tired of always being worked on, always having something that needs refinement in my life, always under the knife, so to speak. But this may be because I have an erroneous view of how God meddles in my life and heart. Perhaps I view it as a punishment, an unending heart and mind surgery for which there's never a cure, never 100% health or any type of arrival to the destination. I'm after the A plus and I just can't quite get it in terms of my faith and spirituality. Are you like that? Sometimes I just want to coast, to ride the wave, to sail where the wind will take me on a bright and sunny, windy day. I don't want to be a sailboat constantly dependent upon something I cannot control, the wind. Then I come around to my senses and I shift my views just a bit. I remember that my heavenly father is called the great physician and healer. He does the heavy lifting in our relationship. He beckons me to grow and to become more like him so that I can shine the light of his love so that others might even catch a glimpse of his goodness. How do I expect him to become greater in my life unless I grow smaller? Just feel so blessed by even coming to the awareness. And that's why this drill, writing down these four areas, reflecting on where you were, where you are, and where you'd like to be, it's been so helpful for me. And you know what? My word for the year is trust and piggybacked onto that is surrender. And what I'm releasing is control. And you can see how this focus for 2023, it's, it's a powerhouse, isn't it? It's power punched, power packed. It's, it's everything that I'm going to learn what it means to surrender everything to God, my ministry, my life, my, in all these areas, I want to surrender to God. I'm releasing control and micromanagement. I want God to step in, take the reins, so to speak, and do the leading. I'm yoked to him. Let me let him lead. 
instead of me trying to do it all. I'm after that A plus when all he says to me is, Victoria, don't miss the greater part. Sit down, kneel at my feet, enjoy my presence. I will do the lifting. It's my yoke that you put upon your shoulders. It says, take up my yoke which is easy and light. Boy, I have so much to learn in that area. Oh goodness. So that's where we are. You're going to grab a piece of paper and write down these four categories. Let's recap them. Emotional and physical health. That's the first one. Number two is your wealth, your purpose, your passion, your mission. Number three is love and relationships and connections. And number four is faith and spirituality. Remember, there's no right or wrong way to do this. You can have a lot of overlapping and that's okay. But the purpose really is just to give you something to aim at, something that is meaningful to help you make changes that you desire in your life. Because you won't make changes if you don't first acknowledge and say, hey, yeah, I want to make these changes. You won't make changes if you don't recognize that there are areas where you do need growth. Begin to think about what you'd like to stop doing, keep doing, and start doing in these areas for 2023. And say, if you want to jump on a Zoom call with me for a free 60-minute mentoring session to discuss these topics or areas where you may be feeling stuck, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at choose to think at gmail.com. That's with the number two. Choose to think at gmail.com. I'm here for you. It's absolutely free. I don't try to upsell or anything like that. In exchange, I simply ask you to write a review for me on Apple Podcasts or on Amazon for the Choose to Think Inspirational Devotional or to share and write a post on social and tag me on it. It's really simple. I'd love to help you out. And so as we end, I want to pray for you over 2023. Father in heaven, I thank you so much for this day that you have given my dear friend, my sister, my comrade in Christ. And Father, I pray right now as I lift her up I or him, I pray that you would so captivate their minds, their hearts, their thoughts. I pray that you would pour out your abundant blessings on their lives and that they would sense your presence each and every moment of this coming year. Help them, Lord, in areas where they recognize they need to grow, they want to grow. May you be the the CEO of their life. May you be the one in charge, the one who says, hey, let's go this way, and then they just follow behind. Father, our hearts long for you. We pant after you like a deer that just desires so much, is so thirsty and wants water to drink, the cool and refreshing living water that only you can offer. Father, I, I pray that we are surrendered to you and that you edify us in those unique areas of our lives where we need growth. For me, it's trust, it's faith, confidence, and belief in you in new ways. May I surrender control. May I rely on you in everything, in every area. And may I release control to you to as the head, as the, as the cornerstone of, of my life. So, Lord, I thank you for this individual tuning in today, and I pray abundant blessings over over their life and your love, your mercy, and your grace, that they would be so full to overflowing with everything you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
friend, that's a wrap, brain changer. And listen, if you like what you hear, would you leave us a one to two sentence review at Apple Podcasts, share the link with a friend, or tag me on your share on social media? It would mean the world to me and would help us to keep shining the light of Christ and sharing the good news to others who are in need of encouragement. Please visit us on our website at choosetothink.co. That's with the number two, choosetothink.co, to get on our monthly newsletter list. And if you need a guest speaker for your next women's retreat or church event, I'm your gal. Email me at choose to think at gmail.com. And that's with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com. Finally, I offer limited free mentoring sessions each month where you and I can chat to help you develop a strategy for your thoughts in any area of your life. I'm a certified life coach and I have something to share. Visit choose to think.co and click on mentoring for more details. Also, keep in mind that the messages on this show are for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult your medical doctor for all medical issues. Thank you again for tuning in. God bless you. Thank you.